Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day and you got you a good cup of Joe and you're ready to go. Proverbs 17, looking at the third verse, it reads, Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. When I'm looking at Proverbs 17, I have a lot of things that come to my mind. And there's a lot of scriptures and verses in here that I'm going to share with you probably today. But that scripture found on the third verse, fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. It's something that, that kind of struck me. It struck me as odd, and, the, and this is why it did. To test the purity of silver and gold, they do fire it up. They do put it under a lot of stress to see if it's truly pure, to see if it has any imperfections or any impurities that can cause it from being 100% pure of gold or silver. Just as the Lord tests our heart, we're put under, under the fire, the test of the fire, the test of everything around us. And we see that more and more today with everything that is going on in the world. We are placed under so much stress and we are tested in so many different ways. But I believe that is happening so we can see what the true purity of our heart is. Because as I've said in previous episodes, and I'll share it today, we cannot serve God in this world. It'll never happen. And I believe we have to have those type of tests to be able to see what is going on and to see if we're truly, truly following what God has for us or if we're following the things of this world. I mean, it's, it's as simple as understanding that the, the, the stress that we're under is nothing to compare to what we could be facing without God, all right? And so I did uh, one of my video streams today, and I shared verses 27 and 28 out of Proverbs, which says, A true, truly wise person used few words. A person with understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise when they keep quiet and their mouths are shut and they seem intelligent. And so the reason I wanted to share that scripture too today with you out of Proverbs 17 is the fact that we all have that friend. We all have that one person that we know um, that is loud and obnoxious. And they have to be the center of everything. They have to be the center of attention. And you can walk into any building and you can hear that person or persons a mile away. Okay? These are the people that are loud that are flapping their gums um, and nothing's coming out except a bunch of uh, garbage, to be quite honest with you. And so we see that more and more today, to be honest, okay? As I've tried to say in the past, I try not to become political, but I'm going to go ahead and give you a disclaimer, a forewarning. Today, I will probably dive off into the political side and try to get back on um, the, the, the right road, to be honest with you, okay? So... Where I'm going with this is real simple. We have a lot of government officials right now that is loud and obnoxious. They are bumping their gums. They're flapping their lips. They are using a lot of air, and they mean nothing. 
but they're causing so much fear, so much anxiety, so much panic in this world that it's causing people to honestly attack each other. They're attacking each other in the name of social division, all right? They're attacking each other in a pandemic division. Now it's, you are vaccinated, I'm not vaccinated, or vice versa, and we're not friends, we can't be around each other, you stay away from me or, or else. Really? They have taken a virus and they have exploited it to the point to where now it is very obnoxious. We're almost two years into this whole pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what? Flu season's here. I've been seeing a rise in the flu cases of where I work, and you know what? Nobody can tell the difference between the COVID and the flu. I can tell you what my opinion is and my opinion only. I'm not a doctor, never went to school to be a doctor, never claimed to be a doctor, so that's the disclaimer. I can tell you this. The coronavirus is a very bad virus, but it's honestly, it's no different than the flu if you look at it. Same, same symptoms, same everything, except this attacks as an upper respiratory disease. Well, we've had that for a long time. That was called SARS, if y'all remember, S-A-R-S, SARS. That's the severe upper uh, respiratory uh, illness, and so we had that. We also had the swine flu. We had the bird flu. We had this flu. We had that flu. We had all of this other stuff going on that has caused us to be sick. But never in my life, of 49 years of being on this earth, have I ever thought I would see the word pandemic hold around for two years because of a coronavirus. Well, here's another news flash for you. If you haven't paid attention and you've been keeping your head upon a rock or you've been living inside your house with your doors closed, pick up any Lysol can that you have, pick up any type of cleaning can that you have and start reading the ingredients and start reading to what it takes care of. You're going to notice the word Corona listed multiple times on the cans and bottles. Why is that, you say? Hmm, let's think about that for a second. Could it be because the virus has been around longer than two years? Holy smokes, that would be a shocker, wouldn't it? To know that this virus has been around a lot longer than two years is just in a different form and it's making people sick. <clears throat> so, what does all of this have to do about the scripture that I read about um, foolish people are wise when they keep silent and their mouth is shut and they seem intelligent? It's real simple. If the news media... If the news media would learn to shut up and quit talking about this and quit trying to be a fear monger, this crap will go away. We wouldn't be seeing people attacking each other anymore. We would actually see neighbor helping neighbor because I do believe somewhere down deep in their heart outside the fear and outside of the, the garbage that the devil himself has already put into this, I believe that there is compassion in people that are wanting to love one another. But I will call, go ahead and caution you, okay? We've allowed the world to go ahead and creep into our lives. We've already allowed the world to come in and to, to control us and manip manipulate us to the point to where we don't want to help one another because we are so concerned. We're so concerned. You know what? I remember as, as a child growing up, you know, we had diseases. You know, you did have the polios. You had the... Uh, the uh, measles and the mumps and you had the chicken pox and you had this and you had that but I remember as a kid we went out there and we played 
we were around germs. Germs were around us. It was common to get sick. I also remember being a kid, and it, we called it, uh, I think they called it chicken pox parties. When you found out some kid on the block had chicken pox, your parents were sending you to their house because they wanted everybody to get the chicken pox right then and there and get it over with. And that was the, one of the best things they ever done. They got you in, got you out. If you got sick, great, you got over it. And then you had to, you already was, uh, had the chicken pox and you were good to go. But see, we don't do that anymore because we have a bunch of snowflakes who are afraid of everything. All right. It ain't like people going to go around and start licking doorknobs. I mean, we got to be a little smarter than this. All right. We, we live in a generation that if we can create smartphones, we can create computers to do what they need to do. We can create med medications through science. Do you not believe that they can find ways to help cure other things? Absolutely they can. All we got to do is be able to, once again, take and put the smart caps on and take the other caps off and do what we need to do. All right? So, you know, it's, it's sad because I sit here and I look at things and I go, why can it not be simpler than what it is? And it's real simple. Fear and control. Fear and control is the number one thing. All right? Because when you are looking at the fact that the foolish are wise when they keep silent, absolutely. Because if they're not flapping their gums, they ain't bumping their lips, they do look, they do look smart. I mean, let's, let's look at this guy named Fauci. When he doesn't speak, he kind of looks smart. But every time he speaks, you can, you can hear the ignorance coming out of him. You hear the ignorance coming out of him for the simple fact because he, he doesn't know what's going on. All right? I was there. I was watching all of this when it was... If you're vaccinated, don't wear a mask. Oh, you're vaccinated, wear a mask, but now you need to wear two masks. But you don't really need to wear a mask because the pandemic's nothing, all right? But now you do need to wear this. Okay, make up your mind. Because that's why the American people are the way they are right now is because nobody, nobody anywhere is taking control and actually leading us in the right direction. They don't know how. But I can tell you somebody who can lead you only if you're willing to follow, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know why? Pandemics don't mean nothing to him. All right. Pandemics means nothing to him. So if we are able to follow Jesus, Jesus is the best leader we could ever have. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he speaks. And when he speaks, he's wise. He's never said anything foolish. He's not ignorant. And he doesn't bring confusion. All right. You want to know who doesn't speak wise, who, who acts like a fool, who brings confusion besides the government? It's the devil himself. The devil's all about confusion because if he can take you, if he can take you and get your mind confused to the word of God, he's got you right where he wants you. All right. So you need to be able to clear your mind and to be able to clear your mind. You got to be able to stop and listen and get away from all the noise. Unplug your cell phones. Turn them off, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that's that crazy button that's on the side that's never been used. Turn off your cell phones. Turn off your laptops. Get away from CNN and Fox News. Get away from all of that. Shut it down. Take a day and spend time in the presence of the Lord. And just get away and listen. And I guarantee you'll find what you've been looking for. You're going to see that peace. You're going to feel that peace. But you're also going to hear that silence. And that silence is golden. Because that is the time where, where you and the Lord can get off and talk. And be able to share time one-on-one. It's like right now, my wife is grocery shopping. I believe our oldest daughter is with her because she wanted some time with mama. So, hey, them two are out doing grocery shopping, and they're doing what they need to do. 
It's perfect for them because now they have that one-on-one time with each other. That's what we need with the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be able to sit down and have that one-on-one time with the Lord. We don't need to be worried and be bombarded by all the confusion that's going on around us. We don't. Because God is not the author of confusion. That's Satan. He's the author of confusion. He's the author of all this mess. All right? So that's that's what I'm here to tell you. So I know, like I said, I try not to go political, but I'm telling you, I am over this whole pandemic. I am over all of this stupidness that's going on with our government in the name of whatever the crap they're wanting to call this. And we as Christians, we as followers of Christ, we need to start standing up and say enough's enough. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I'm vaccinated. I don't expect anybody, if they want to sit there and cast me down for being being vaccinated, so be it. All right? You know what the vaccination was to me? It was just like getting the flu shot. All right? Did I get COVID later on? Yeah, I sure did. All right? I'm not, I'm not disposing of any medical knowledge or sharing any secrets that's going to cause me to get in trouble because I'm talking about myself. I got vaccinated. I got COVID. Symptoms were very light, but I'm over it. So... If I follow the science like the government has told me, like the science and the doctors have told me, then having the the vaccination, having COVID, now I got the antibodies, now I got all of this going on, I should be pretty good to go. But if you listen to the government, oh no, we got to have booster shots on top of booster shots. Well, I'm here to tell you, what is all that going to do for you? It's like the other day they were giving out flu shots. And I was looking at some of the bottles because they were, this was at a large event. I was looking at some of the bottles. And to be quite honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to put on a conspiracy theory hat or anything, but when I was looking at the bottle, it looked no different than the, the doggone COVID vaccination to me. But, hey, it is one what it is, you know, one half to another. That's up to them. So I'm vaccinated. I had COVID, got over it. I'm living my life. But it's time that we stop with all of this garbage, with this whole fear, and stop with all of this this. BS that we got going on for the simple fact it's going to do nothing but continue to cause a division in this country. And this country is already hating itself enough because this is not the country that I remember. This is not the United States of America that I remember. This is now some kind of weird situation that is getting worse by the minute. All right. So as you know, as I read from the scriptures, it's, it's just as I read about the foolish and the wise, but I'm telling you, we are being tested, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe it as the fire tests the purity of the silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. I believe we're being tested. I believe all of this is going on, and I shared this in another episode during uh, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, the same question keeps coming up. Why is God allowing this to happen? And so that's why I'm going to bring this back to the forefront one more time. Using verse 3 as an example, fire test the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord test the heart. This is what I believe. This is what Royce believes. It feels like when we, the people, turn our back on God. Not that God turned his back on us, but God is, because God has never left us. God has never left us. He's never, he's never forgotten about us. He is still there. We have said we don't have time for God. And so we are paying the price for that. So now we, the people, need to know that we need to turn back to God and we need to put God back where he belongs, which is in the center of every 
man, woman, and child's heart because the only way that we're going to find peace and we're going to see peace on this earth and see peace in our country is once we invite God back where he belongs. Because I'm here to tell you, there is no other organization, no other program, no other nothing, no matter what the left or the right wants to tell you, that's going to take the place of God. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. So for them to sit there and say, well, you don't need God because you have this program. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's not the way it works. All right? If you want to follow the things of the world, you want to go to a devil's hell, that is between you and the Lord, and you make up your own mind. All right? I can tell you this. I was saved over 20 years ago. I think it's like 23 to 24 years today. I was saved. I, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I follow his word. I've been in his ministry for 21 years. And once this old body goes into the ground or wherever the family decides to put it, all right, I ain't got nothing to worry about because I'm going to be spending eternity in heaven next to all of the ones that went before me. And I'm looking forward to one day of having that retirement, that retirement in heaven to where I ain't got to worry about nothing on this earth anymore. All right. So that's something to look forward to. So how do you do that, you may ask? Well, it's, it's, it's as simple as believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for you and that he rose for you and that he's sitting next to God making a way for you and I. All right? You can find it in the book of Romans. All right? They talk about the road of salvation. It teaches you how, how the Roman road of salvation works on how to accept in Christ as your Savior. And it's also as, as far as John 3.16. For God loves the world so much he gave his only son for whoever believed in him would never perish but have everlasting life. And, and it's, it's, that's how easy it is. Okay, It's as easy as wanting to believe in, in, in the Lord Jesus Christ and turning your life over. But here's the deal. You need to come and be open hearted and give it all to him. We can't come half-stepping. We can't come halfway and go, well, I think I'm going to follow God for a little bit, but I'm going to do this. No, 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 no. It's all or nothing. All right? It's all or nothing. we got to be in it to win it, or we got to be out, sitting on the sidelines, looking at it. You can't be in between. Just as I said, you can't serve God in the world. You can't be half-stepping when it comes to your salvation. All right? You can't keep a toe on this earth and, keep, and try to put a little toe in heaven and kind of test the balance. It ain't going to work. You got to get off the fence post and you got to choose. Choose which day. Choose on this day on who you're going to follow. All right? It's real simple. And if I'm not mistaken, over on Joshua 24:15 it says, and for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So there you go. There you go. There's your scripture to back it up. For As far as for me and my house, we are serving the Lord. And so that's the question that you got to ask. Is, are you ready? And is your family ready to serve the Lord? If so, you if you're a man of the house, you need to take charge of that house. and You need to get your family in the right position to accept Christ. Right? Churches can help you. Pastors can help you. But it's time for the family to get together and have that one-on-one time with Jesus and to be able to open, open up their hearts and shut down their minds and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. I know I've been babbling on for about 20 minutes, give or take. And I understand that. I know I got political and I've been talking Scripture this is something that's kind of been on my heart, it's been on my mind, and honestly, it's really got me upset. And I just wanted to share it with you today because the simple fact is this, that we have an opportunity. We've always been given the opportunity 
to turn things around with the Lord's help. We just got to quit being so doggone lazy and get up and do it. And so that's what I want to challenge all of you today. Get up and get off the sidelines and get into the game and help change the way that this country's going. Get up and, and start spreading the word. Start telling the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Start telling, because I'm here to tell you right now, all right? Real simple. Jesus is the only true living Savior of the world, all right? Mother Teresa, she's in the ground. Gandhi, in the ground. Uh, Muhammad, in the ground. Buddha, in the ground. They're all in the ground. No matter what the religion is, their people that they followed is in the ground. But you know what? Jesus is alive today. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. And as I said, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he is making a way for you and I. And he is alive. He is a part of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if you ever look in the book of Genesis at the very beginning, when God is creating, he said, let us make man in our, his, in our image. So Jesus was with him even at the beginning. And Jesus is still with him today, just as Jesus is with us. If you're willing to follow Jesus, right? That's what you got to do. You got to be willing to follow Jesus. You can't be half-stepping anymore, right? You can't be doing that. You got to be all in or all out. No in-between, all right? So as you get ready to wind this thing down, been on for like 20 to 22 minutes. I want to thank all of you guys for supporting this podcast, but I want to go ahead and tell you this because I told the live stream this a few minutes ago, the month of October, 31 days in the month of October, I am doing a challenge, all right? Jesus and a cup of Joe, we're doing a challenge. It's called the 25 challenge. Do 25 push-ups a day for the month of October to raise awareness for suicide prevention. Suicide prevention is very, very big to me because so many veterans and public safety members and people in general have taken their lives because of whatever the situation is, and it's very, very sad. And so this is an opportunity to be able to help um, fight back and show that, that we care, all right? And so for the month of October, as I said, I'm doing a, a suicide awareness challenge of doing 25 push-ups. And if you donate to this podcast, if you donate to my stream site, right? If you donate, what I am doing is all the donation money that is collected for the month of October, I am giving to the suicide prevention you understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm giving to them. And what I'm wanting to do is to raise awareness and raise the money to help fight back suicide prevention. And if you have a loved one that you know right now that is suffering, all right, that is suffering, what you need to do is you need to reach out and find them some help. And how do you do that, you may ask? Well, that's what I'm going to right now on here. I'm going to the uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. That is the Veterans Crisis Hotline. All right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're going to help you. All right? They're going to help you. So, as I said, I'm giving all the Jesus and a Cup of Joe uh, monies that is raised in the month of October. I'm giving it over to Suicide Awareness. So, how can you give? other than being able to, to click on a button maybe on this podcast. Real simple. Go to stream 
elements, streamelements.com slash Jesus in a cup of Joe slash tip. That is a donation page. You can put however much you want to put into it and give. All right. Uh, the merchandise store that I have is called merch, M-E-R-C-H dot streamelements.com slash Jesus in a cup of Joe. All the proceeds from the t-shirts, the sweatshirts, the coffee cups, all of that for the month of October from October 1st through the 31st, we are giving to suicide awareness. So it's a win-win situation. You're buying some awesome uh, Jesus in a cup of Joe merch. And we are supporting a very, very awesome cause of suicide prevention. All right. And I'm going to have these listed in the description of today's uh, episode. So once again, thank y'all so much for following. Thank you so much for supporting. Um, You know, I love all of you guys. Okay. Thank you for listening to me go off for a few minutes. Um, But I love all of you guys. And as always, I want you to know that you can reach out to us anytime that you want to. You reach out to us through social media pages, through our website, whatever. Reach out. Let me know. If there's something I can do to help you, I will. Okay? So as we get ready to, to, to shut this thing down, just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.